0: Welcome to another Homebrew Audio podcast. Record professional music and spoken audio on your computer. I'll show you how. Today's episode, my review of the Rode NT1 5th generation microphone. Hey everyone, hope everyone is doing well. The last time you heard from me, I had just finished reviewing the Rode NT1. NT USB Plus microphone, which is a USB mic. And to continue with a theme, this episode finds me having just spent weeks with another Rode mic, the NT1 fifth generation. The NT1 is not a new mic. It's been used by singers, voiceover actors, podcasters, audiobook narrators, and musicians you get the idea for a couple of decades now since it came out in 1991. So we know we're starting with a trusted, professional-quality microphone right off the bat. If you're not familiar with the NT1, it is a large diaphragm condenser microphone. These mics are usually perfect for vocals, but can be great all-around mics too. They sound great on most instruments as well. And the NT1 has, until now, been a standard studio mic, meaning it has the 3-pin XLR connector. You need a recording interface of some kind to use those. These interfaces provide high-quality preamps and analog-to-digital converters. You plug the mic into the interface, which then connects to your computer with a USB cable. I'm using one right now. I'm using my Rode NT2A mic, which has been my main mic for 15 years or so, plugged into an interface called a Focusrite Scarlett 2i2. So what is different about this new fifth generation of the NT1? Well, several things. One is that they improved the electronics to make it super quiet. It was already pretty darn quiet, meaning no noise coming from the mic itself, or very little. But now they say it is the, quote, world's quietest studio condenser microphone. Now, I obviously haven't tested it against all the world's studio microphones, but this is a pretty darn quiet mic. Another thing that's different is that it isn't just a standard XLR mic. You can also use it as a USB mic. It has a USB plug right next to the 3-pin connector. So in USB mode, you just plug it into your computer. No interface required. It's a hybrid XLR USB mic. And the other thing that is really massive, well, for some people at least, is something called 32-bit float. So in USB mode, if you engage 32-bit float, it will become impossible to ruin your audio by overloading the mic when you're recording. If you happen to have your input gain turned up too high, or you just get really loud when you're recording, it will clip and result in horrible distorted audio as normal mics do. But with 32-bit float, all you have to do when editing is turn down the audio that got distorted until the overloaded waveform is under that maximum of 0 dB in digital audio. And the audio was perfect, as if it had never overloaded at all. If you've ever gotten too loud when recording and ended up with distorted audio due to clipping, which sounds something like this. Holy crap, you have got to be joking. Are you serious right now? you probably know that that audio is ruined. No amount of turning it down or even using declipping editing tools can help it. You'll have to just record it again. But with 32-bit float, it literally, mathematically cannot be ruined. Turning it down makes it sound perfectly normal. Here's what happened when I overloaded a recording in 32-bit float in Reaper and then simply reduced the level of that distorted audio. This is absolutely huge. So here's what it sounded like first. Holy crap, you have got to be joking. Are you serious right now? Then all I did was turn it down. I didn't do any other editing. And this is what I got. Holy crap, you have got to be joking. Are you serious right now? This is absolutely huge. However... You knew there had to be a however, didn't you? 32-bit float is still pretty new, and so very few recording programs, DAWs, can actually use it, as of summer of 2023, anyway. Rode has a pretty comprehensive list on their website of programs that can and cannot use 32-bit float. But to give you an idea, Adobe Audition for Windows cannot use it, but Adobe Audition for Mac can. Audacity for Windows can use it, but Audacity for Mac cannot. And you cannot use it with Mac's most popular recording programs, GarageBand and Logic Pro. Reaper can use 32-bit float in both Mac and Windows versions, which is great because I always recommend using Reaper anyway. Another however about 32-bit float is that a lot of people are shrugging their shoulders and saying, so what? If you set your levels properly in the first place, you'll never need 32-bit float because you'll never overload your input. Well, that's true, but to me, that's kind of like saying, why do you need a hard hat? If everybody's following the rules, nothing will ever fall in your head. If you do a lot of recording, you know that sometimes, even though you set your levels right, things happen. Singers sing very high notes that are much louder than the rest of the song and clip. Podcast guests get excited in conversations that can get loud. Audiobook narrators are acting, and sometimes characters shout. If you've ever spent hours in a recording session only to find that you clipped several times, well, you know that you just have to re-record those parts. That's a massive frustration and time waster. Then, if you've had to deal with it in the past, you'll hold back when recording because you're afraid of getting too loud, which can then affect your performance. Why not just use 32-bit float and eliminate the possibility altogether? Then you never have to worry, and you'll never have to re-record audio that was ruined by clipping. But that's just my two cents. I think 32-bit float is great. But before you also decide that it's so great you're going to go out and buy the mic, you need to know that 32-bit float is only something you can use in USB mode. So if you have a favorite interface that makes your mic sound plus ultra, you'll have to not use that. USB mics don't use interfaces. Just want to make sure you're clear about that before you go out and pay the money for one of these mics. So, okay, how does the mic sound? That is kind of the most important thing about a mic, after all. I'd say it sounds much like the previous NT1, which is really good. Very quiet and professional. I have a couple of samples for you. This is the NT1 in XLR mode. That's the standard microphone with the three-prong input, and it's going through my Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 recording interface. Here's one of my favorite quotes. It's from Colin Powell. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from mistakes. And now this is the NT1, same microphone, but it's in USB mode. So it's going straight into my Windows 11 desktop via USB. Here is one of my favorite quotes. It's from Colin Powell. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from mistakes. This is another Rode mic. It's the Rode NT-USB, so it's USB only. And we can compare the quality of the USB mode in the NT1 fifth generation to the NT-USB to compare USB to USB by Rode. So here we go. Here is one of my favorite quotes. It's from Colin Powell. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from mistakes. And this is a USB mic called the Blue Yeti, which is a very popular mic and is a very good sounding USB microphone. And I'm using this to compare with the USB mode of the NT1 and the USB mic called the Rode NT-USB, just so that we can get some different USB mics in the mix. So here we go. Here is one of my favorite quotes. It's from Colin Powell. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from mistakes. So in addition to all of that, this mic also comes with a shock mount and a pop filter, which is not typical. Usually you have to buy both of those things separately. And then there's the price, which is $250. For an updated version of a well-known professional mic that has some pretty astounding new features, this is absolutely worth every cent. So that's it for this episode. If all goes well, I will have another one next month. See you there.